When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spark My Muse. I'm your host, Lisa Colondile, and I'm coming to you from Santorce and Condado, Puerto Rico. I'm recording this on October 9th, 2022. Yesterday, there were explosions that caused major power outages in Puerto Rico. The Luma Energy, again, some 700,000 of us customers were put out of power for several hours. And that was not due to any storm. The situation still is grim in Puerto Rico. I have updated you before on what's happening here in Puerto Rico. Uh, one of the ways that President Joe Biden could alleviate some of the hardship here is by ending the Jones Act, which taxes the island an extra 20% for things like medicine, fuel, diesel fuel to run generators when this company doesn't come through for us, food, it's all taxed an extra 20%. Everything that comes in is taxed. And everything that comes in has to come in through US-owned ships, crews, and companies. The burden on the people here who are already more than half of the population is at or below the poverty line. And this is something Biden could do. I was told by a friend to not blame Biden, but Biden could sign an executive order anytime he wants. So I'm asking you to do something today because there are still about 80,000 people without power in Puerto Rico more than three weeks after Hurricane Fiona. And it's upsetting because it causes accidents and deaths. A lot of us are upset by it, and I hope that you are too. So you can call the White House and you can demand that Biden repeal the Jones Act. It just takes a signature of the pen. You can send your comments to the telephone number 202 four five six one 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 or to the switchboard you can connect there at two zero two four five six fourteen fourteen the comments again that number is two zero two four five six one 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 and the switchboard number again is two zero two four five six fourteen fourteen that's my update on Puerto Rico. I will be returning to Pennsylvania in November, but hoping to come back in the new year after the holidays and lending a hand here. There are so many needs. 
80% of the agricultural areas in Puerto Rico are damaged or destroyed by Hurricane Fiona, and there really isn't enough help. So I plan to come back and help. You might hear some background noise today. I'm staying at the Mango Mansion and working here for my room and board. There's always plenty of music playing, so you might hear that in the background. It's been a little hard to concentrate, and I was, I was having some difficulty deciding what to present to you today. But I came across someone with a lot of wisdom, Dr. Nicole LaPera. And I wanted to read a couple of postings that I thought were exceptionally helpful that I wanted to pass on because I know some of you have grown up in similar situations and I think you could directly benefit from this. Dr. LaPera is a psychologist and the author of How to Do the Work, also a podcast host. Dr. LaPera's profile says, I teach you how to heal plus consciously create yourself. With the show notes to this episode, I will give you the link to the website for Dr. LaPera and the thread links where I got this post. Dr. LaPera writes, when we're raised in homes that are stressful, chaotic, unpredictable, or emotionally neglectful, we dissociate. Dissociation is when we're physically present, but mentally gone, and struggle with having memories. Here's why. Our core need is to attach to a parent figure. This allows us to survive. We also have an internal defense system that's developing in order to keep us safe. Think of the defense system as an internal alarm signaling danger. When a parent figure is shaming, abusive, has rage cycles, or is emotionally neglectful, this creates a conflict between our attachment and defense system. Our nervous system is activated to fight, to flight, to freeze, or to fawn. At the same time, our attachment system needs that connection. Regardless of a parent's behavior, we will always seem to be loved, accepted, and chosen by a parent figure. And this creates an internal conflict. So our brain copes with this conflict by dissociating. It's a brilliant protection mechanism that allows us to stay emotionally connected to our parent while also shielding on a surface level, shielding us from what we are experiencing. But it causes an internal separation. Part of us goes about daily life, interacts with people and appears present. Another part, this is all subconscious, is developmentally traumatized, emotionally immature, and is deeply mistrusting. We continue to dissociate into adulthood. This looks like chronic daydreaming, spacing out, feeling numb, losing chunks of time, or feeling like you're, quote, above yourself or not actually in your body. This is all a trauma response. It's common for people who've dissociated through childhood to lack memories. In my case, I have almost no childhood memories, just scattered feelings of what happened. This isn't because I've had severe trauma. It's because I had long-term emotional disconnection from a parent. In moments where we feel the original core wound from a parent, in my case, like 
I'm being emotionally abandoned, our defense system can come up to protect us. When this happens, we regress into childlike behaviors, slamming doors or yelling, stomping around, name calling, giving the silent treatment, pretending someone isn't there. It's healing to understand this isn't actually you, it's a part of you. This part of you is trying to keep you safe. It's stored the traumatic experiences and needs validation, reassurance, and acceptance, not more shaming or rejection. Dr. LaPera says at the end, if you like this thread, please vote in my polls. This subject was chosen by my Twitter community. One of the reasons why I wanted to share this today is because this is something I've experienced in my own body, in my own childhood and adult experience. And I couldn't figure out exactly what was going on. Many of us struggle with this, and it's not even if there's severe trauma, or there could be severe trauma. But we might just notice this about ourselves, and it's something to consider. Something is happening in our inner world for which we can find healing. The second thing I want to share from Dr. Lopera is from a different thread post that I thought was exceptionally insightful and related to the first. The doctor writes, many of us grew up with emotionally immature parents and deal with the lifelong impact. Emotionally immature parents can be great at getting your basic needs met, meaning they provide you with a home, an education, and they make sure you're where you need to be. They're there if you're sick or in crisis. But they aren't capable of meeting the emotional needs of their children. This means they might dismiss how you feel or tell you to just stop worrying, or they might not try to understand your perspective at all. This is because emotionally immature parents don't understand their own inner world or emotions. When they feel an uncomfortable emotion or when they're insecure, they're highly reactive. They might lash out or shut down. They might give the silent treatment. They might ignore the issues completely. Because they haven't fully emotionally developed, they lack emotional skills. For example, they can't respond in calm ways or work through problems, communicate openly, or take personal accountability. Emotionally immature parents tend to be highly reactive and have black and white thinking. They always believe they're right and blame other people for issues. I'm gonna pause one moment here to say that as you're listening to some of this, you might realize that you had an emotionally immature parent, but you also might realize that you are an emotionally immature parent and you have some work to do and that is fine. Realizing it is important. If you are a reactionary person and you believe you're right and you think other people are to blame for your feelings and your lashing out, it's time to take some inventory and get to work on some of these deeper issues that continue to plague you and those you love. Dr. LaPera says, children growing up with emotionally immature parents learn that their needs, emotions and opinions don't matter. 
This is because the home environment runs solely around how their parent feels. Even more confusing is the mixed messaging. Children learn that their emotions and opinions don't matter. They might say things like, my life revolves around you, or I sacrificed everything for you. The child feels confused because they've never gotten emotional connection. The relationship is translational and mostly based on how the parent feels. Adult children raised by emotionally immature parents struggle to understand their own needs because a parent dismissed or invalidated them. They also don't know how to communicate how they feel. And at the same time, they believe they're a burden or they're, quote, too much, unquote. Because they've never been able to set boundaries or have their own emotional independence, they might be mocked when they try to do so as adults. This painful rejection compounds years of trauma. Healing is about understanding that your parents' actual age and their developmental age might be a mismatch. Internally, they might be seven years old. This is helpful when placing boundaries with them or interacting with them. Emotionally immature parents cannot give us the love we always wanted, which is why it's important to focus on reparenting yourself, understanding your own needs and setting boundaries, and discovering who you truly are. That was some fascinating information. We might not realize how we pull onto ourselves the skills or the lack of skills that our parents have passed on to us. If they have been highly reactionary and they have parented out of their feelings instead of out of their responsibilities, we pick up some really bad habits. We might have felt neglected by them or abandoned, and we might pass those same things on to our own children or the people we love and the people who love us could be affected by those same things. The reason I bring this up isn't to be discouraging and despairing. The reason I bring it up is because there truly is hope once you realize what's happening. Once you can take an honest inventory of what's happening and how you're doing it, you don't have to be ashamed of it unless you don't do anything about working on fixing it. Once you see what's wrong, go about with honesty. How do you treat other people? Does that change wildly when you're feeling happy compared to when you're feeling sad or disappointed? How do you maintain equilibrium or how can you begin to maintain equilibrium so you treat people how you want to be treated? Many of us have been stunted in our childhood by trauma and that's been the case for our parents as well. When we realize we've been stunted in different areas, and they have also been stunted in different areas. That actually gives us some space to give ourselves grace and to give them grace, to realize there is a growing edge that is happening and that needs to happen. Moving forward just a baby step at a time, we can begin to apprehend the situation, begin to expect better of ourselves, demand better of ourselves, and realize when we mess up. We can also ask for forgiveness when we've made these mistakes and just admit our frailties and our mistakes. It goes a long way when we say to someone, I've been emotionally immature and I reacted out of that immaturity in reactionary ways, in ways that were damaging and unkind, and I'm so sorry, and I'm going to be working on that. 
I'm going to be working on treating people the way I want to be treated. I'm going to need some help and some grace along the way. And I hope that I have your forgiveness and your support. I'm going to do the best I can. So if that's been you and you've been the offender, please go about seeking to make things right. If you have been affected by an emotionally immature parent, realize that the trauma that caused that was not their fault, but they also have a responsibility to heal and to grow up into a mature person. And you can set boundaries to make sure that they don't keep hurting and damaging you. You have to learn how to give yourself the care that you need because they are not capable of it. That is something to mourn and something to be happy that you have realized because now begins a new day for you. Now begins a new life. I thank you so much for listening. And if you have found this at all helpful, if you know someone who this might help, maybe a sibling or a friend, pass it along. I would really appreciate that. Thank you for listening to Spark My Muse and Soul School. Go back into the archives of the episodes and check out all of them. There are nearly 500 episodes that I've done over the last seven and a half years, and I hope you'll dig in and check some of them out. Today's music was provided by a coworker of my name, Gabriel Tyson, a talented young man I have met in Puerto Rico, and I am enjoying getting to know him better. I hope you enjoyed his music. Until next time, blessing and peace to you. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.